The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. Hey, everybody, we're back. It's an all-new Pottercast. Pottercast. And uh, I'm so excited. Uh, this is episode 288. No, I have no idea what, what? number it is, but oh, dang it's, it. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's, gonna it's be been good. a while. Uh, Melissa's here. Hi, Melissa. Hey, everybody. I'm Melissa and Ellie. You having a good time at your uh, high school reunion this oh, weekend? Yeah, I've, I've been tweeting about it. I, I wore really nice shoes last night, and everybody who I, <laughs> who I didn't like in high school, I still don't like, and everybody who I liked, it, not in high school, in college. Oh, I wrecked it already. I oh, no. Impression. That's all right. It's hard Darn to it. do a good Melissa. But Mr. Alex Carpenter here is here. Hey, everybody. Filling in for Melissa this week. You all know him from the Remus Lupins and the YouTube and everywhere else. <laughs> He's a good sport. He's also my roommate. Yeah, yeah. Spoil- spoiler alert. Spoilers. So we haven't gotten that far It's episode 239. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Good times. Uh, so, yeah, we're here talking to you about some of the latest and greatest uh, Harry Potter news. Lord knows there's been so much. Um, and uh, we're also going to do some uh, bit by bit. Bringing, bringing you up to speed for before Deathly Hallows Part 2 with the rest of Deathly Hallows, the book came out almost four years ago. Um, but additionally, we're going to do a little Canic and Clendrums, talking about some crazy Harry Potter stuff. And then um, Alex is going to tell us about uh, tour this summer. I am? All right. Uh, I'll do that. Because we're all going on tour, except uh, we're setting this one out. But Alex and a bunch of other bands are going on. Another awesome Wizard Rock tour, and they're going to tell you all about it. Maybe they're going to be in a the, in the theater near you. Without, without further stalling, shall we talk about some Harry Potter news, you guys? Let's talk about the news. Yes, let's do what that. is the news, you guys? There's so much news. Well, biggest news uh, for Leaky fans, for Potter fans, is that LeakyCon has sold out. What? what? That is actually pretty crazy. Like, I did not think that was going to happen. Completely sold out. This has never happened to any Harry Potter convention before. Like, we actually shut the doors because we literally just did not want any more of you. Uh, to show up. I actually didn't get a ticket. Is it too late? Oh no! Oh gosh, Alex? we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find someone who is registered, kill them, and then take their registration and then skin their horse, pretend that you are them. No, uh, <laughs> I've, I've been I've been playing too to. much of that uh, that Red Dead, Red, Red Dead Redemption game. Too much fun. Um, 
No, so all sold out. And um, for a lot of you who already registered and you haven't bought your tickets to the whole uh, um, private event that we're doing in the Wizarding World Universal, that sold out too. So we'll tell you how it was. Crap, I, I actually did not get a ticket to that. Oh, no. Alex is, Alex has, is out too. It has the, uh, the most clever name of maybe any event at a con, though, which is uh, Open at the Close. And I just think that's brilliant. It's so cool. Oh, that is so a great good. name. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people just, just got what that meant. It's the park is opening at the close of its normal hours, and then we're going to fill it up Wait, with what? people. I also heard that I everyone's going to get a snitch a to put in their mouth. Yes. And then there's going to be magical rings and stuff. Inside. Well, either a snitch or unlimited butterbeer. Wow. Uh, which is going to be pretty fun. That might be even cooler than a snitch. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I remember uh, last time we did this, um, I drank so much darn butterbeer, and then I went on the Forbidden Journey because it was like a five-minute line. And those two things I, I don't recommend doing in too close uh, succession because... Because <laughs> we went two times in a row. Yeah, we too, did. Right? We did. Yeah, because I was with you, and it was the first time it was like, I can handle this. <laughs> and the second time I'm like... I'm yeah. Gonna... <laughs> They're like, you want to go again? We're like, no. <laughs> <They're> like, no. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> we have to now. digest yeah, our fun. butter beer. Come on. Literally just like little kids who have had too much candy. Yeah. Like, I want to, but I yes. can't. I don't yeah. feel so oh, good. No. I, I want to, but I can't. Yeah, and then when we first had it, remember we went to the the ride and we had like two butter beers in the morning and then some of like the actual like like ale that they brewed and it was before even 10 o'clock and we got sick off that it was just yeah <laughs> that's true we did opening day we were like we have to drink something from here oh well well because we wanted food yeah. but they didn't have food for us we're like oh yeah and so we just had to drink butter beer <laughs> normal beer at like 10 30 a.m it's cool it yeah fun. good times well, I hope all of you listening are joining us at LeakyCon, even though I know most of you won't because just the sheer numbers of things. So I, I do apologize. We will all try and have a good enough time for all of you. We'll take pictures. We'll put them on Facebook. Put, put them on pictures. Yeah, we're not going to tag you because you're not there. But we'll probably yeah, now we're just being mean. You're all going to turn this off. We'll take a picture and then tag everybody in it. How about that? We'll yeah. Take yeah, we'll tag picture. all of you. If you want to be tagged in a leaky gun picture, email us at staff at podcast. If you're, if you're, still, if you're still listening, honestly, I feel terrible. I'm being a big jerk. All of you poor people who didn't get uh, registered in time. That sucks. Uh, don't blame us. It's going to be a crazy weekend. Lots going on. We're going to have Lots the premiere of Finding Hogwarts, which is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> This awesome movie Frankie and I were in, and um, Bree, actually, who's sitting behind me, directed that awesome movie. And she'll be on uh, co-hosting Pottercast here um, shortly, which will be pretty fun. We're going to talk all about that movie and so much other stuff. And a lot of it, I think, from the weekend will be put online in some way, shape, or form, so you won't be missing out too bad. But uh, speaking of things happening that weekend, something that has a pretty broad appeal, I would think, uh, the last Harry Potter movie is coming out what? as well. I hadn't heard about yeah. that. Yeah, remember that thing? Deathly Hallows Part 2 comes out, of course, uh, I think it's a midnight release on Thursday of, uh, of all of that. I think it's July um, 14th or 15th or something. But uh, we're all going to see it at midnight. I would imagine most of you listening are going to see it at midnight. Do you have your tickets yet, I'm wondering? Because... Uh, you can't buy them yet. I think by the time this is out, you might be able to. But no, is pre-order people, open now on Fandango? I've seen people buying tickets, daily booth in their pictures of uh, their tickets. And oh, stuff. I, 
Interesting. That's a thing, right? I think probably some theaters are opening up to pre-order, but I don't know if you can get them online or not. I mean, I will. Fandango hasn't started yet. Fandango has not started yet, but uh, watch for that. Because that place to get them. Just Fandango order it ahead of time. Yeah, you definitely want to order ahead of time. It will sell out, obviously. This is no Twilight premiere. These will sell out all over the place. Zing. So yeah, hop hop on that. Uh, so a lot a lot of other stuff coming out related to the movie. They've been putting out these character posters, which are pretty snazzy. Keeping keeping uh, up with what they did for the last film, where they would almost underplay having to put Harry Potter on it. It was just here's the character because you know who they are, and it's a big enough deal just to see them. We don't even have to tell you what movie it is. And we've had posters for all the major characters now, including the trio, including Snape, including Dumbledore, including Hagrid, and his dog. And uh, I ordered uh, eight-foot versions of all of these. How about you guys? I was going to order them, but since they're roommates, that would be weird. That's true. Versions. I didn't I'd actually... Have all, like, all the Slytherin characters, and I'd have all the Gryffindor characters. <laughs> with that. It's true. That'd be fun. And I could have no Ravenclaw Aww, characters. Wait, is like... Luna have Oh, Luna poster? absolutely has a poster. Then I can. Yeah, her. so you'd be all set. People will come over to your place and be like, Frankie, who's this big picture of this girl on your wall and you'd be like oh it's Luna she's a Ravenclaw like me <laughs> and then should we talk a little bit about uh, our next segment here our chapter by chapter rather our bit by bit <laughs> for Deadly Hollows our step, step by step our step by step from Full House <laughs> that's the chapter 28 you guys it's the chapter right after chapter 27. Oh, that's the one it was. Just after the one it was. Because uh, what happened last, uh, last episode and last chapter and a few minutes ago for Harry, Ron, and Hermione is that they had decided that, hey, we should probably go to Hogwarts. Uh, I bet there's a Horcrux there. And uh, let's, let's get on with it. So, gosh, you know, they, they just they teleport. They hit their little things on their chest to teleport to, uh, to Hogsmeade. And, uh, yeah, isn't that how it works? That's how I thought it always worked. <laughs> they got beamed over to Hogsmeade. The alarms go off like crazy. This is a whole new thing. <laughs> this whole alarm, because everybody's paranoid now, uh, and the Death Eaters are in charge of the place, and they have an alarm for people breaking curfew. So that's definitely breaking curfew. Uh, so the Death Eaters come out uh, of the three broomsticks because they hear, they hear someone broke curfew. Uh, but luckily, uh, they weren't they weren't spotted. Do you know why they weren't spotted, Alex? I oh, do. Frankie, tell us why. Alex can go. Because sorry. they had the invisibility cloak. The invisibility cloak. Invisibility cloak. How are they still fitting under that thing? They they fit under that when they were little guys, but hey, now they're all they like barely fit. Also, yeah, like, like a big thing that they have to squeeze. Ron's like six foot nine. And, like, he probably lifts that thing up way higher than it should be. So they're all hiding under that. And then eventually um, they, hear, they hear a rough voice come out from, uh, from this random door. And they tell him, come on in, come on in, it's cool. It's, you're you're going to be safe in here. So they try. So you know if you're curious how that sounded, it's like this. <gasps> hey, uh, why don't you, uh, you guys come on in here. I'll take it's care cool. of you. It's all good. I'll give you, give you some nice drinks. Just so we know, just so we can picture it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this just sounds a lot like Dumbledore, and it's because it's his brother. <laughs> can we just think about it's how amazing brother. it would be if that was how Dumbledore <laughs> always spoke? Uh, as your choices, Harry, that uh, more than your abilities. 
Wow. Could be. Could be. So good old Dumbledore's brother, uh, also named Dumbledore. Um, but uh, <laughs> his, all his first name's Aberforth. He's our friendly, goat-loving man. And he brings them into his... Friendly goat-loving. He's a little friendlier with the goats. He's a little friendlier. Probably more than he ought to be with these goats. Yeah, we come to find out, um, Aberforth's been helping out a lot this this book, hasn't he, guys? Oh, what? How did that... What? How did he get a hold of, of Sirius's mirror? How did he get a hold Do of Do we recall? I don't. I would think um, he probably picked it off of... Uh, uh, among Dungus Fletcher oh, when he was right. um, trying to shuffle his, his stolen wares around uh, Hogshead, other places. He's stolen his wares. stolen wares. He's It'll like, be gotten wares. It'll be gotten Dungus. Dungus, what a jerk also. I, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to just come up on this little opportunity to rob this ancient family's uh, heirlooms from them. He's a total Slytherin. Mundungus. Oh. Mundungus is that friend that, like, gets invited to group events, and you're like, man, not Mundungus. Why did Mundungus? You told him. He was not. I'm not sitting I'm by not, him. And you end up sitting by him at IHOP, and you're not happy about it. Yeah. Darn it. Because you had to pay for his right. pancakes. Yeah. He steals your pancakes also. Oh, no. Did you guys hear about these teenagers who went to Denny's for the all-you-can-eat pancakes, and they stayed for 24 hours, and they wouldn't leave, and they ordered, like, 50 pancakes? It was a pretty pretty big to-do. I want to be that guy. Cool. Wait, wait. They wouldn't leave. Yeah, because they're like, hey, it's 24 hours, and it's all-you-can-eat pancakes, so they brought, like, their laptops, and they are just chilling, eating pancakes, and they wouldn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> they found it. And there are now new asterisks on the menu. <laughs> Thanks to those kids. <laughs> and, anywho. As many pancakes you can eat in three hours. Yeah, for real. I would love to try that. Yeah, Harry recognizes Aberforth through the mirror. He's seen, he's seen those eyes. He's been haunted by those those uh, pale blue eyes. And realizes, yes, it is Aberforth. And Aberforth had been helping out. But Aberforth is a pretty pe- pessimistic kind of guy. Yeah, I guess right, not rightfully so. Yeah, his life isn't the most fun to deal yeah, with. Yeah, Aberforth does not see the, the silver lining too often. He's been just trying to survive in this sad new world of Death Eater domination and Voldemort uh, being in charge of everybody. So he basically is like, what are you, what's the matter with you, Harry? You should just get out of here. You should just protect yourself, take your friends, go somewhere nice. Hide your exactly. Hide your <laughs> just, just stay away from here. It's just bad. You're just bringing trouble everywhere with you. And then Harry answers, "You are so dumb. For real, you are so dumb. <laughs> you are really dumb. You're really, really dumb. We got your T-shirt, Aberforth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harry, Harry's stunned. He's like, "How could this guy be related to to Dumbledore to to Albus Dumbledore?" And um, well, we learn a little bit more about Aberforth. Aberforth decides to, to give us his little life history. He just started talking. No one asked him to. He's just... Oh. No, he's like, come on. He tells the same story to everybody that walks through the bar. No, pro- probably, probably not. The super secret he's story. That yeah. <laughs> come on in. Have a drink. Well, let me tell you about uh, my family. <laughs> no, because Harry's like, you know, talking about how Albus is the greatest guy since sliced bread, and Aberforth tries to give him a... 
a little little wake up call. Like any brother would. Yeah, oh, you don't know him like I know. Exactly. Like, like, oh, you think he's great? Let me tell you the real. He Elvis. used to beat me up when we were kids. Yeah, so he would hog the Xbox all the time. <laughs> never let, never let me have a turn. Big jerk, but yeah. So he talks. He talks about uh, an Albus that you know you would think he was Rita Skeeter at first, but then we hear a little bit more about uh, his sister Ariana and uh, the rough life that she actually indeed had, and how that played into everything, played into why uh, their dad got hauled off to Azkaban for trying to protect her from these three nasty Muggle boys. And the um, unspeakable things that happened with her and uh, and, and those muggles, yeah, yeah. we could get into it in depth. Suffice it to say, some bad some bad things went down as bad as bad can be. It uh, was enough for for um, their their father, as good a man as he no doubt was, to uh, attack these muggle boys. He he got that upset and rightfully so. So yeah, her sister was only like six years old. Their magic was just starting to uh, to to show up, and then uh, this stuff went down, and then she was never the same ever since. Um, was she? I forget because like uh, Neville was a late bloomer as well when it came to magic. Mm-hmm. Well, how old is it that it usually manifests? In some way, shape, or form. You know, obviously at some point before eleven, you would think. I know, but remember how how with Neville they dropped him off that once he bounced to like okay he's magic, but they were worried they were yeah. concerned like he could be possibly a squib. which is quite a risky move. I never quite understood that move. I guess they were like, oh, if he's not magical, we don't need him anyway, so he'll just die. Well, I mean, they could probably have fixed him with their magic, so whatever. Yes, um, it's not the best thing for his emotional yeah. state, his physical state. I wouldn't worry about, but his emotional state that's something to be like, hey, that's kind of yeah. Bounce. Bound, bound, bound. So it's. I like this chapter because it's. It's cool that we get this kind of backstory of Dumbledore, and we find out what really happened with his brother and his sister and his mm-hmm. family and Grindelwald and all this stuff. Yeah, um, it was kind of like let in a little bit on a, on a secret. Yeah, for sure. Because like we were, you know, having the same doubts that Harry was having after reading what Rita Skeeter was writing and what. Uh, these other people were saying about him, and now we know the truth, and uh, it's a pretty sad reality. And, um, you know, this is kind of helps enlighten us a little bit as to why Albus would have ever thought the things that he might have been thinking when he was working more with Grindelwald about, about muggles, that he was just very yeah, turned off. I never really, them. I was, after reading, uh, reading the, the, like, the description you sent us, John, just to jog our memories, um, the guy, whoever wrote that, put like his muggle like any thoughts he had towards muggle domination were rooted in anger possibly and i was like wow that's kind of interesting because it does give us a more legitimate reason as to why like dumbledore may have entertained those thoughts because of what happened to his family literally like his dad gone his mom eventually passing away his sister like dying all because of that stupid like those stupid muggles and like so it's like huh do you think these muggles were probably much different at all from like dudley's uh jerky friends that were tormenting harry um i would like to i'd hope dudley wouldn't be hanging out with kids who yeah. do that i'd hope that there's a difference between teasing and actually doing something That's like that true. and so i would hope that these people were just they were just teasers i, I hope they were just insecure so they would tease rather than being malicious yeah, yeah you know? definitely 
that's my own. So, so Aberforth was pretty much, you know, ended up being the one to take care of his sister here. And Albus goes off to be the, the grand, uh, you know, powerful, influential figure in the magical world and seeking knowledge and seeking adventure and everything else. And so, There's definitely some resentment there, like even more than normal brotherly resentment. Yeah. Like, Albus Dumbledore turns out to be like the most famous and... Yeah, like and revered. It's like if your brother got uh, like a lead part on like a TV show, mm-hmm. like a really big TV show, and was like super famous. Yeah. And then you were working at a bar, like you worked you worked restocking things at a bar, and your and your brother was like on Glee. Ah, uh, that would stink. <laughs> that would. Your brother was on. That Glee. would stink. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine what Aberforth is thinking. Like, he has a terrible life compared to to the fame and adoration that Dumbledore had. Yeah, and but but interestingly, here it seems like you know, in their old age, you wonder what kind of relationship they ended up having. You know, in like maybe the past ten years or so. I mean, he he works at the bar, very close to Hogwarts. There's a portrait that leads right into it from Hogwarts. I would imagine. Albus used it well, that was, to go visit. Do you think that was a, that was something only the rumor requirement created? That wasn't. But do you that think because Ariana's not in? There's no portrait of Ariana. True, but uh, in the home. do you think that it was completely unique to this situation? Like, like think about what was involved to make I, tunnels I, I inside a, inside and out of, out of Hogwarts, and the Weasley twins had the the map. That's um, why I. That, I mean, that's why map. I'm pretty sure it was just the situation. Because because of the fact of the, ru- the room of requirement that was part of the requirement, so you needed ways in and well, out. That makes that makes so that room that. super powerful, like far it is far beyond like just what it can do inside of its own room. Like why couldn't you make like I require a, a tunnel to the Malfoy Manor so I can rescue my friends? Well, I mean, in that case, I would think that like. If you require a method, like a means to Malfoy mm-hmm. Manor, then it would probably maybe make a vanishing cabinet. Well, then maybe then it's maybe practical. It's not practical to make a tunnel all the way to Malfoy. Like Hogs Hogsmeade, there are tunnels to Hogsmeade already, so we know that that's that's doable. Yeah. So they it just not they didn't require a tunnel. They just required a means, and he didn't pick that place. I think the room. So maybe the maybe place. the means though was for the room to create. Like a little additional entrance into this, into this tunnel that Dumbledore was already using. I, I, I would just think that would, for as long as Albus had been at that school, he might have come up with some secret way in and out. Well, why of the school. even have a secret way in and out? Why not just walk out the front gates and go have a beer? <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want everybody wondering where he's going, or people are going to be like, "Oh no, where's Albus? Where's Dumbledore going? Why is he going to the bar every night? Like, this is weird." No, I think you're oh, okay. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're gonna have to ask the source, the the arch- architect, on our next meeting. We should ask him. Yeah, ask him. His his name or is her, his sorry. name is Steve Cloves. <laughs> uh, um, he has all the answers. Yeah, as as we're sitting there chatting about uh, Ariana and all this, um, we look look in the, in the portrait hole, and uh, who do we see but our our favorite little messed up friend? Um, from all the battles he's been fighting, uh, Mr. Neville Longbottom. 
He uh, Alex, what was he doing when you were explaining He shows it? up, the portrait opens, and he's like, Harry, I've got a black eye. <laughs> Check that out. Look. And he's just pointing at his face repeatedly. <laughs> look, at, look at my face. I'm a real boy. I've got a black eye, Harry. I got into fights. It was pretty scrappy of me, don't you think, Harry? Pretty scrappy. <laughs> pretty scrappy. I'm a scrappy boy. Got a snake? <laughs> yeah. I'll cut his head off. I'll do it. I don't I care. Don't, I don't care. I don't give a... <laughs> I don't even care. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Neville's the honey badger. <laughs> Neville is awesome, and Neville gets us all amped up for chapter 29 soon to follow. That's one of my favorite moments in the entire book, I think, is Neville showing up, or, yeah, I guess Neville showing up when the passageway opens and he goes, um, I knew you wouldn't let us down, or I guess that's at the beginning of the next chapter. Yeah, but, that, that is going to be so awesome when uh, all of the old characters come back through that through that tunnel. I don't, is that gonna I don't know, I don't know for sure, but I know that uh, a lot of the characters that come back in the book come back for the film. I think Oliver Wood shows up. I think we we saw him in a, in a trailer. That pretty much wraps up uh, chapter 28 though. The, mis- what the missing next? mirror. Chapter, the chapter to follow is called chapter 29. Oh, 29. It's a great one to follow it. So that was all. That was all chapter for 28. Um, we're going to do some candy conclusions here in a hot minute. Woo! This is from Olivia. Hey, Melissa, John, and Frack. Hey, I'm Melissa. Ah, Melissa, I got fancy shoes on. After, after listening to the episode where we did a good ship, bad ship game, I talked to... It's a good ship. <laughs> lollipop. I talked Sorry. to a close friend, and he told me about a whole group at his college that is devoted to the Dobby Giant Squid Ship. Oh. What do you think of this? That's so dumb. (laughs) There is definitely a movement to try to think of the most ridiculous ship, and Dobby Giant Squid is always up there. Yeah, I like pretty much anything uh, slash Hogwarts Castle. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Yeah, uh, I enjoy like Hagrid slash Hogwarts. That would be interesting. Hogwarts. That probably is very um, legit. Oh gosh. Uh, I don't know. I don't get the inclination to create weird ships. And then, yeah. Like, at least between people, I understand. I'm really but. trying to figure out, like, who hit on who here. The giant squid and Dobby. Like, how they would even... In, in well, obviously, Dobby other. knows about gillyweed, so he probably True. initiated yeah, it. Yeah, Dobby's probably going down trying to find some gillyweed, and the giant squid comes up, and he's all like, like, what are you? This is weird. I've never seen a house elf in the water before, and... Dobby's all like, oh, I'm a, I'm a free house elf, so I get to go on these little errands like this. And Squid's like, well, that's pretty interesting. I've never heard of a free house elf. And, uh, and Dobby decides like, to... Do you want to come in for some coffee? Yeah, he's like, come on, let's, let's, <laughs> I'll tell you all about house elves. And you can tell me all about tentacles. And uh, I just feel like there's no way that that could logistically work. <laughs> right. so, I mean, how giant well, is a giant ways. squid? I've never actually heard proportion the dimensions of the giant squid. Well, if you're, you're going to hear him talk about it. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> Wait, is a giant squid a dude? <laughs> I don't know. Is a giant squid a dude? I think it, I, th- I thought it could have been a dude. I just thought it was a really big person who couldn't do. You know, like, it's a like a giant squib. squib. That's a giant squid. Oh, no, Frankie. You're all, you're all confused. We need, we need a, I thought I was imagining something point. totally different. All You're lying. Books. There's no way you thought it was just this giant person who yes, lived I'm in the lying. water. Yes, I'm lying. 
giant, the giant squid. They didn't let him out of the lake because he couldn't do magic. Because <laughs> right. he was a squid. Yeah. We don't like squids. He's, he's chained to the bottom of the How lake. How terrible! That would like completely change the character of the entire book yeah. series if everyone was okay with this non-magical guy <laughs> just being chained at the bottom of a lake. Oh no! You're different than us. Yeah, we. we, we... <laughs> Born into Gosh. thinking this way, so we don't think any different. That is horrendous. How often did we see the giants? Only a few times, I think. I think just like once or twice in the very first books, yeah. right? He, he wasn't in the Triwizard Tournament, Not was he? Really? And we were in the the lake. Yeah. I wish I wish he would have helped in the final battle, though. I wish he would have found some way to like maybe he did pop his little squid self up and like strangle somebody. I think he was on the the wrong side of it. In my oh no! What if he was fighting against? Well, his kids? I, he went to the wrong movie. He went to Lord of the Rings. Yes, exactly. Uh, and um, and then he was like, "Oh wait, and Mines of Moria." It. How did my Google Maps get me here? This is not where I'm supposed to be. How did I get here? What's a Hobbit? You know, I should have gotten a new iPhone. Uh, he needed an OtterBox for his iPhone because he uses it in the here's, water. Here's one that's a tiny bit more serious, though I don't know if we're going to have a perfect answer for Tyler here. He wants to know. There was a big moment here in Deathly Hollows that I read recently where Harry was all in the Malfoy house, and he had three wands in his hand at once, and he shot a spell with them all at once, and it resulted in like this hugely amplified spell. And so this Tyler needs to know. Is it practical or heard of for wizards to have more than one wand and use them simultaneously? Uh, and if it is, like, why do we think that this is not more common? I don't know. That that seems like a really kind of desperate move. And I would I would argue that that would probably this is the logic I would blanket it under in my head that that would work for pow- for spells that just need pure brute force, mm-hmm. but for any nuance or delicate type of charms or magic or just more subtle magic yeah. or gentle magic it would it, it wouldn't work Can you That's imagine using like argue. three wands at once for transfiguration I don't think I don't know if I would want to watch that That'd if you like transfigure cool. Hogwarts into a cat and then just like take it take <laughs> it somewhere <laughs> that'd be kind of fun I like all cats. the people in Hogwarts <laughs> they're all just in a cat <laughs> Oh no! Like this at all? <laughs> I'm in a cat. Change us back. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Frankie. Because I had the same thought when that happened. It was like, what are you doing with all these wands? And why isn't everybody just like spello taping 25 wands together? And yeah. But it's the same reason that there are different types of guns, I guess. Because if you could just carry around a cannon all the time, like that would be really powerful. Yeah, exactly. It's not feasible. Um, so perhaps it would that. drain your magical core if mm-hmm. you tried to fire those kind of spells too much. Like you would be no. And I would argue tired. that just the the state of the 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 desperation Harry was in lent to that type of music, that type of magic. Like I don't think that if you weren't like, do you know like people with uh, who do un, like fascinating feats due to adrenaline? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know like oh like a mom lifts the car off of a baby because it's that's my baby. You know, yeah. like I don't. That woman couldn't normally do that, so I don't think that that is something that could be done on a regular basis. But given the context and the in the situation, it was a byproduct of that very of a very specific emotional state. That's what I, I would argue. I'm gonna go with Frankie on this one. I so think, I hope we answered your question, Tyler. I think we're all in agreement. Hi, my name is Dave, and I'm an actor in Orlando. 
Um, amongst other things, I performed in a lot of places in Orlando. Um, I've, um, I've developed a magical character named Professor Slim King, who does interactive magic on the radio. He's been on a lot of shows, apparently, and he'd love to perform on Pottercast. How do you do magic on the radio? I would love to know how you could do I magic actually could on do the radio. Magic right now. All right, do you guys see um, this book I'm holding? Yeah. Yes. So here it is. Here's the book. And uh, ready? Alakazam! Whoa! It's gone. He, cha- go? he changed it into a cat. That can't meow. Yay! Meow. <laughs> <laughs> A cat that it's can't a can't meow? It's a cat that cannot meow. Yeah. Isn't that magical? Oh. You just brush it up against the microphone here. And, oh, get out of way, cat. No, for real, David, um, I'm interested in this. Um, if you are all listening interested in, in having uh, a radio magician on podcast, you just write, write us back, and uh, we'll get in touch with, uh, with David here. If enough of you, enough of you right back. Pretty neat. I'm curious how that's going. All right, I'll, I'll show you again. All right, I have a deck of cards. Here. John, just I'll show you just again. Pick a card. Here you go. All right, show it to Bree. Yeah, Bree. Here. Everybody sees it. All right, put it back anywhere in the deck. All right, don't 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 look at where I'm putting I'm just it. Gonna shuffle them up, right. shuffling them up, and just pulling this out from behind your ear. Is this your card? Yeah. Oh, it it's is a cat. cat. A cat again. <laughs> no, it's a cat. <laughs> It's not a cat. It's Hogwarts cat. Wow. What? What about all the students? Oh, no. This is just getting brutal. in a cat. We are this person's uh, last hope here. And they're all the way from Russia. We're just going to call her. Is she looking yeah, for Obi-Wan? Or? We're going to call her uh, Alex Alexandra. So I can't pronounce the actual Russian name here. Just call her Sasha. Sasha. That's, that's a guy's name, actually. Can't do that. Okay. I know Sasha's a guy. Uh, hi, Pottercast. You are my last hope to solve this mystery. We know that in the fourth book, Fake Moody helps Harry through the tournament so at the end of it, Harry can touch the cup and be transferred to the graveyard to Voldemort. Why couldn't Crouch just turn any other object into a portkey and make Harry touch it instead of going through all this trouble? There has to be a simple explanation. I just don't see it. Thank you, guys. Let me know. Sasha Alexandra from Russia. So uh, I think there's, this has come up quite a few times. I've heard this question asked before. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the answer is pretty simple. Yeah. Is that uh, there would not be a book yeah. if that were the case. They're just one of these things where you have to like, willingly suspend your disbelief that this is how things happen. Because it's just otherwise there's, you know. Nope. Yeah, the book would be the length of a Berenstain Bears novel. Harry otherwise. went to Hogwarts. He touched a doorknob. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the end. I mean, I think like I guess you can argue like if you're gonna like I agree with you guys 110 percent because there's no way that Dumbledore could have such knowledge over the whole school like over a doorknob or whatever. But you can argue that the whole point was to isolate Harry and blah blah. Oh look, that cat's meowing now. <laughs> I just um, teleported it to you, Frankie. I turn it back into a book. <laughs> um, I mean, you can argue the fact that it just needed to be isolated, blah, 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 blah. But even then, no, it just it, it didn't happen that way. There are too many variables in it. There's just way too many variables to know that Harry would end up winning. Yeah. 
What if he like teleported poor Floor all the way to the graveyard? He'd be like, "What am I supposed to do with this? This is ridiculous." She's I like can... a she's like a Flora spare was spare. awesome in the books. She just spare. sucked in the movies. Yeah, yeah. She could have. She's probably. What am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to do with this girl? I don't even like girls. Cat. Yeah, I turned her into a cat and <laughs> move she's on. Like, she's like, that's our answer to everything. Lim meow. Lim meow. Oh, it's her French cat. <laughs> Lim meow. That's interesting because... Yeah, Peppy the exactly. people chase after her. <laughs> that's, that's funny because this is very similar to our next question here from Deborah. Deborah wants to know... What could you turn into a cat with magic? Well, the funny thing is that they want to know... Um, <laughs> Uh, Transfiguration has always been interesting uh, to me um, ever since um, ever, ever, ever since Draco was turned into a ferret. Um, my question is, does the original object that you're transfiguring um, have influence on the uh, object that it's being transfigured into? Uh, rather, is the, is, would the ferret that Draco was have any personality traits of Draco the person, or would it just be like some regular ferret? I think oh, that's it definitely a good question. It, the if it can, like if you turn him into a ferret, it can be. But it, a cup can't act like Draco. But it it's can. Right. But but it's a cup. It just acts like Draco as a cup. But, <laughs> but, but I think a I, cup doesn't yeah, act. Right. So the perception would be that it's not yeah. acting like Draco. Yeah, it definitely. So is. But anything that has a personality could retain the personality. Yeah. I would imagine that it it would. So what if you what if you try yeah, to figure like a very too. scary novel um, into a cat? Would that cat be? It'd it be would like be like cat. vicious and like trying to kill people. What, what, like... we, what, what could we name this cat, guys? This is an underhand pitch for John here. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's right. Well, I mean, I, I, I always doubted Melissa as to where Muchka came from. She's a transfigured oh. evil book. <laughs> she <laughs> oh, we should just. I'm like, I don't get this joke, Alex. <laughs> Ten minutes later, it took me a second. Too. <laughs> Oh no! What what would that story be? I don't even want to. I don't want to know. Probably that cat is bad. I was there a couple, like two months, a month ago, two months ago, by myself, and it was mean to me. Oh no! It hissed at me when I fed it food, and then I got out of the shower, and it was in the living room, and I didn't know where it was because it was hissing, and I couldn't find it, and I was afraid. Mm. <laughs> Draco yeah. Malfoy turned into a cat is which cat? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, I'll never forget the day that I was just sitting on her couch eating a bowl of cereal, and Muchka climbed up on the table and stared at me eating the cereal. And I'm like, "Hi, Muchka!" And she jumped on top of my like lap with her claws out and spilt the whole bowl of cereal. And I ran out of the room. <laughs> ran, ran yeah. out of the apartment. All of that happened. Yeah, screaming, I'm like, flailing your arms. Oh my god. Like on Home Alone when he figures he's alone. Yeah, you are not alone in your own home, apparently. <laughs> so, okay. Well, thank you for that, Deborah. Uh, should we should we do one more quick pyrocanic English from here? Yeah. Let's do some uh, okay. All right. Hi, Pottercast. My name is Ashley M. I was listening to the most recent episode, and I think I have the answer to the question about Hagrid's wand and the umbrella. What repaired hair is... <laughs> God... Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, not not to tease you. Um, yeah, the the elder wand has the abilities to uh, repair lots of things that normal wands could not. So Dumbledore, having owned the elder wand, could have repaired Hagrid's wand and uh, made everything cool for Hagrid again. So we're going to assume that's correct, and we're going to give you ten points to Gryffindor for that email. But here's a quick little additional one. 
Why didn't Harry see the Thestrals at the end of Book 4? He had just seen Cedric die. He specifically mentions the horse's carriages. Um, that's the, we discussed know, that before, I know, and I think it, the topic was that it takes some, it can take some time for the grief mm-hmm. to set in and to accept what yeah. you saw and all that kind of yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. That's true. I mean, like if you just watch violence on TV, is that enough to like see the Thestrals? No, you need to see somebody die. It's, unless it's like a recording of somebody yeah. dying. People, actors not really dying. But if you watch some like really graphic like YouTube video, what if so, what if you watched an actor die in front of you and they were just acting, but you thought in your heart of hearts that they were actually dead? And then there are Thestrals everywhere, <laughs> and then they get up for their curtain call, and the Thestrals disappear. Wow, life changing. I love the Thestral magic. That'd be creepy. What if there was a Thestral in your living room chilling, and then like someone got killed in your living room, and all of a sudden you're like, where did that horse come from? Uh, we're, gonna do, we're gonna do one more. What do you think, guys? One more? Yeah, let's do just let's two, do more. two more. Two more, okay. One or two more, John. One or two more. Uh, this one person wants to know, does, does house, do house elves lay eggs? Yes. Okay. Yes. Moving yes. forward. Yes. Thank I've you. Seen, I've seen the eggs. Thank you, Emma, for that. Well, you have a house elf, don't you? <laughs> uh, no, I wish we had a house elf here at Echo Base. But <laughs> no, we do not. Um, John would just kick it. All John would just kick it everywhere. Thank you, Emma. House elves, in fact, do lay eggs. All right, we're, doing we're not going to back that up with any textual evidence. <laughs> no. Nope. Yes. But it's like a seahorse, but the males do it. Oh, yeah. Poor Dobby. Um, all right, this guy's name is Scott, and he has the honor to be the last Kennekin Clown drum of the day. Here it comes, Scott. We have learned from Book 7 that if a wand is taken by force, a wand will only work properly for its new master. So why then, during the years when a wand was taken by force from an opponent, did the wand continue to work for the witch or wizard from whom it was taken? Particularly, the wands of the DA during the fifth book. Shouldn't their wands have oh, passed allegiance answered. towards the new witch or wizards who disarmed them? Just a thought. The, the wands know that they're practicing. The wands know they're practicing? Yeah, we've discussed this before. Mm. Wands are smart. Like, dual, dual, like they're, they're sentient. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's not... Like, they know that they're dueling. They're practicing. It's not... It wasn't malicious intent. It wasn't, like... And I would even argue that each wand's different. I would argue there's probably some wands out there that won't work huh. for the other master because they're just kind of like I, th- I would. I think this would be really cool. Like Hufflepuff wands probably won't work very well for anybody else because the wands are so mm-hmm. loyal to their master. I would love that if that was true. Do you think there's a spell to cast on a wand to see like who its owner is or who its who its uh, allegiance is for? Mm-hmm. Like a little in- info button that you could tap. Probably. About Probably. Me. Probably something about very similar to the yeah. Precari Incarnatum. Yeah. Probably be some sort of You could probably like, like also see if it was currently under Apple Care or not, or if you had to pay for telephone support. <laughs> the serial number of yeah. your wand. <laughs> I need to go to the Genius Bar. <laughs> Just waiting with your wand. For a four ninety five, you can contact Ollivander for support <laughs> on your wand. Cool. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for the last Kennington Clungeon of the day. And um, we're wrapping up the show here, but uh, before we head into the wrap-up, Alex, tell us all about what's happening this summer here, uh, in addition to LeakyCon. Um, you're going on tour, are you not? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing a tour with Jason Monday from Ministry of Magic, his band Skyway Flyer, our good friend Mike Lombardo from uh, the YouTube, hmm. Christian from Oliver Boyd and Remember Alls is going to be on the tour. That's awesome. All Caps is going to be on the tour. 
Um, Wait, which one? Oliver. Oliver, Oliver wait. from Oliver Boy. Isn't that just one person? Yeah, but his name's really Christian. Yeah. He's gonna be on yep. tour with you? I've never met He's him. He's awesome. Is he gonna be at LeakyCon? Yeah, yeah. I wanna meet him. I love his music yeah. so much. Correct. Anyway, so the, the, it's alright. No, I got really I'm excited. excited too. Uh, the tour is called The Con Tour. So um, you can check out the dates for it at uh, The Con Tour. C O N T O U R dot Tumblr dot com. And, um, yeah, we're coming all over the United States, and um, we're also playing in Toronto, so a little, just a little bit of Canada. Hey, Canada! Nice. A lot of fun. So if you guys are into any of those people, you should come out, because a lot of the shows are going to be free, and they're all all ages, and um, you should definitely check out that website. That sounds awesome. We're going to put a link to that uh, website, too, in the show notes here. So if you're seeing this here on podcast.com or on leaky.com, good luck seeing it at leaky.com, but leakynews.com, you can have a link to the Contour website, and you can see how close they are performing to you and if you need to catch a ride or not. So, awesome. Thank you, Alex, uh, for that. It's definitely going to be uh, worth it if you can't come to LeakyCon because all those people are performing there. Oh, yeah. So if you can't make it all the way to LeakyCon or it's sold out before you're able to get tickets, this is a great alternative. Definitely. That is awesome. We'll yes, it Many is. of you, sadly. Um, yeah, we can't fit you all into LeakyCon. LeakyCon is all sold out at, like, I think 3,500 people or something. That's only, like, 10% of our listening audience here. So, wowzers, wowzers. So, yeah, Wizard Rock Summer... Awesome! Yeah! Um, and now it's time for uh, a little wrap up here, you guys. Let's, are we freestyling? It's free, freestyle wrap up. It's the drums! New drums. Oh. New drums. <laughs> Alex making the drums with his mouth. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew, just really quickly, Andrew Slack was visiting. Uh, like. Oh, so good. And we were just sitting at our dining room table, and he just started freestyle rapping. <laughs> and if you guys, I can't obviously impersonate it, but just, I want you guys to imagine Andrew Slack freestyle rapping for a second. Yeah. It's incredible. Andrew Slack actually has been rapping oh, I, most I of his Andrew. life. Did you know that? Andrew Slack. He was wearing parachute pants. Yeah. Andrew Slack. MC Hammer style. Andrew Slack, um, as, you'll, as you'll see all in Finding Hogwarts, has been rapping since grade school. He would rap every every time it was student council election time. His his his, his <laughs> campaign would be based on a, a rap that he would do in front of his whole school. Vote for and, slack. Vote uh, vote for slack. But, uh, cut him some slack. Good good kid. Um, yeah, he'll be at LeakyCon. I, I don't know why I keep teasing you all about LeakyCon. I just feel like a big jerk. I think the people who who can go are excited for. Mm-hmm. But again, and that's people who cannot go are excited to see what happens. That's very true. You know, like we all can't be everywhere all the time. That's true. Some of you are get, in Germany. We can't get turned into cats and just be brought on an airplane. Oh, people. How so, how nice would that be? Are you kidding me? That would be the worst. What if you could just like transfigure your cat into like a soda can and then you can fly with it without having to pay the extra? Why don't you just charge? transfigure your cat into an airplane and not have to buy it? Wow, you could ride your. Do you know cat. how to fly an airplane? I, I, don't, I don't know how to fly a cat. But what if like what if the spell <laughs> wore off like mid-flight and like you're stuck inside and a cat? You're in a cat. Your cat would explode. Is it possible that I can put in a suggestion for the title of this episode? Yes, in a cat. In a cat. Yes, yeah, pretty good. I like it. You know, if you if you were to apparate inside of somebody, would you like basically die from not being able to materialize into its into that thing, or would that thing like explode? 
I think you would yeah. both die. It's a dangerous thing, this transfiguration. Well, like Nightcrawler, he he uses line of sight teleportation because there's a danger of him teleporting inside solid right. objects. Yeah, you don't want to do that, but would a cat be a solid enough object to basically prevent you from materializing, or would it just explode? I oh. think it would fuse yeah. with whatever part of the body that you was touching have, the cat. Ooh. Are you you're going into the cat as a person? Yeah, so like, like you, you are a person. Like a cat in your stomach, then. Apparating into a cat. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, and that would probably kill you because you can't live without that. But if you teleport and it's like part of your leg, then you can get your leg cut off. Or you have like the cat leg. Wow. Yeah, that'd be that'd be gross. Like that cat would probably okay, die. So also, <laughs> the so cat is dying cat either way. The cat, so terrible. <laughs> the cat has no chance dead in this. You don't want a dead cat. So here's, in your here's something <laughs> also. So if you uh, here's a little contest. I'm just gonna suddenly run out of nowhere. If you uh, you can go to, to my YouTube channel. Okay, my YouTube channel is YouTube.com/slash Alexander Carpenter. And if you can post on my wall and tell me how many times the phrase in a cat <laughs> said, I want you to listen to this and count. Does that count when you said in a cat? That counted. That counted. And, and also you, you, when you said it, count it, count it, 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 it when you said in a cat, okay. it counted there. So every time it when said, said during the course of this episode, if you can count those up, I will send you my full discography of the Remus Lupins. I'll send Whoa. you four free CDs. But you have to go on, and leave it on, on the YouTube channel. Now, what if we say in a cat at the exact same time in harmony? Does that count as twice or once? That's once. Ooh, okay. All ready? Okay. But now One, two, three. In a cat. In a cat. Pretty good. Nice harmony, boys. That was a second. That was a minor second. Yeah. Um, does, does into a cat count or just in a cat? In a yeah, cat, not into in a, cat. a cat. Okay. Got it. The rules are simple, y'all. You want you, the whole discography here. Hit it up. YouTube.com. Slash Alexander Carpenter, and what if I go like in? And the words have to be like a in succession. Cat. Now you're just confusing everyone. Yeah, you know, you we're making. I'm it excited hard. to actually watch Alex count them That's himself for the to. answer key. I have to. <laughs> I'm I have to. to. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie here. Oh wow. Like I'm going to. I will I'm count them. To this episode on repeat anyway. This is gonna be great. I'm so excited about it. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode, Alex. Sure, it was a great honor to get to fill in for my personal hero, Melissa Nelly. Melissa Nelly, we miss Manelli. Manelli. Melissa Nelly. So much. She's a busy gal planning LeakyCon and all this. Nelly envelope. Yeah, we, she might not even be on the next one because we're just gonna try and do podcasts, whether or not the whole crew can be here. So. We'll, 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 we'll see you guys shortly, um, but uh, that's the end of this episode. So until next time, y'all, uh, keep twiddling those dials. The next password is meow. And keep each other safe and keep faith. Good night. Good night. We missed it. W-3. myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time we've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs>